Welcome to the Big Mike Fun Podcast, where you learn about advanced wealth building strategies from real estate investing to creating massive ROI and secure retirement profits. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, grab a notepad, and lean in. Because Big Mike has got the mic, starting now. Welcome to the Big Mike Fun Podcast. I'm the Big Mike, Mike Zlatnik. Today it is my pleasure and a privilege to, wel- to welcome Caleb Pearson to the podcast. Hi, Caleb. How are you? Doing well, Mike. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for jumping in. Uh, for the uh, audience, I'm a little sick, so this episode is going to sound a little funny. I apologize in advance, <laughs> but I would not pass the opportunity to get Caleb uh, on the call. Caleb, and you hail from Charleston, South Carolina. How's uh, how's Charleston doing nowadays? Man, it's great. Uh, it's a little chilly this week. It's about 40 degrees here, um, which is really cold for us. But next week it'll be 70. Yeah, the weather has been funny all over the country. Um, some, somebody didn't didn't fit fit the squirrel, and the the weather is not turning the right way. So, <laughs> so um. Caleb is, is a brother from the Collective Genius Mastermind. Let's talk a little bit. And he's a, he's a beast in his market. So tell us a little bit about you, your family, and then your business. You have a phenomenally great brokerage. You have a very strong uh, general real estate business. So talk a little bit about uh, who is Caleb and, and what do you do? Sure. Yeah, so I grew up, um, up in Virginia, played college basketball in Virginia, graduated college, moved straight to Charleston. Um, actually worked in food and bev for a couple weeks while I was getting into real estate. And that was enough of a driver to just, I had to get my first deal done as fast as I possibly could to get out of food and bev. Um, Got into real estate on the retail side first, built a team. Um, Our team does about 200 transactions a year now. Um, We've got just a good, fun, young, hardworking, disciplined group on the retail side. that just comes in and puts in a good effort, every good consistent effort, effort every week. And then we've gradually got into um, the home flipping and the wholesaling side of the business. Last year we did we did about seventy five fix and flip and wholesales. This year we're on we're we'll probably do one hundred and fifteen to one hundred and twenty five. I'd say this year on the wholesale fix and flip side. Um, and then I've got then I've recently built an app. So I've got a software business that's that's pretty cool that um, that helps feel I guess find deals for our wholesale fix and flip business. That's really cool to to hear. What is this app? Are you, are you making it available for folks to purchase, or at this point it's an in-house app? Yeah. So it's it, you go to zoomoffersnow.com. It's it'll it'll show you a quick demo video of how it works. But um, this was an idea that I thought of, well, actually, I was just sitting at the bar one night with one of my buddies. Um, I've been on, call it, a thousand listing appointments in my career, I'd say. So I've met with so many sellers, and I, I was doing 20 to 30 listing appointments a month, and out of that 20 to 30, I'd meet with two to three that were really, really motivated that I knew would take a low offer. Um, so I knew if I had two to three motivated sellers a month that I was picking up, I wanted to know how, how many active listings are, or how many sellers that have their house on the open market are super motivated as well, but you don't know about it because all you know is that all you know is they have a certain asking price in the MLS, but you don't know what their true motivation is and what they'd actually take for it. 
So I wanted to figure out how can I get an offer in front of all of those people without hiring a virtual assistant to type up, call it 4,000 offers, um, and or hire someone on staff to sit there and just go through zip forms and type up offers all day. I mean, as you know, that would take weeks to write thousands of offers. Um, so I was telling my buddy about this idea of building a software where I could click two or three buttons and blast out mass offers. Um, and that's what we did. He said, he said, well, I know the person that can build it out. So over $100,000 later of investing in software, building out an app, um, we had a product. First time we sent out a batch of offers, we made close to 60 grand on one of the first deals we did. So I'm thinking, well, shoot, this thing works. So we used it in our business for about a year before I started telling people about it. And then Obviously, I've been in CG with a bunch of heavy hitters, and they said, well, we could use that in our business. Can you wrap it into our MLS? So I reached out to our developer, and then it just turned into a business, and we started building it out for people around the country. Uh, that sounds like a phenomenal idea. So let's just take a step back. What it does is scans the MLS for what? Fresh listings for um, uh, what does it do? Just it plugs into MLS, looks for the listings, and then makes automatic offers? Yeah, so it can do a couple things. It, let's say you've got, we've got about 5,000 active listings in our market. So I can log in and it'll pull up all the active listings in our market and I can siphon it down to certain areas, certain cities, certain bedrooms, certain bath counts, square footage. You can siphon all the, the listings down so you don't have to offer on all of them. And then let's say I cut it down to 100 homes that are targeted to my search criteria. In about two clicks, I can offer 55 cents on the dollar. It will populate a contract, sign the contract, send it as an email from a Gmail account. So it looks like it's just a regular offer from a listing from a buyer's agent. Um, attaches it to the email, sends it to the listing agent, um, and it can do 100, 200. It can do all 5,000 at one time if you wanted to. I see. So you 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 have some screening criteria, and then uh, you how do you how does the software know what offer to make, or just slow balls, uh, purposely really really significant discount and just see what happens. So it's got two features. You can either offer price price per square foot based on your search criteria, or you can. It's got a toggle feature to where you can offer a percentage of asking price. So what we do is we usually offer between fifty five and sixty percent of asking price when we send out mass offers and make sure that we have a due diligence in there to where we can always back out if the numbers don't work after they accept the contract. Um, Interesting. So yeah. if 50 to 60%, if people respond to that, which is, you know, if it's a fair market listing, they're going to, they're going to ignore you. Uh, they're going to think you're an idiot or, or some, you know, very unpleasant person who is lowballing them to that degree. But you're looking for the very few motivated situations, right? Correct. And you'd be surprised. Um, you'd be surprised at how many, how many deals we pick up from, we send an offer to a listing agent and that agent will say, this seller's not going to take a number like that, but I've got another house that either is coming soon or I've got another house that I've got listed that this seller's super motivated. Would y'all buy this? And we actually buy another deal, but we wouldn't have known about without the app. Um, and then some of our best deals are the best deals we've been picking up recently have been deals where there's multiple siblings. The house has been on the market for a couple months. They're getting frustrated. They just want their cash out, and this is the first offer they've seen. 
Yeah, they, they have an overpriced uh, probably listing and nobody's coming close. And then you're coming in with a low ball offer, but it's the first offer. Yeah. So we've got someone sitting at the office. Um, he'll send out, he usually sends out 100 to 200 offers a day. And his job is to basically uh, field counter offers from the listing agents and negotiate via email back and forth. Yeah, I mean, this is still a business of its own, but it's certainly the tool simplifies um, the marketing work quite a bit. I mean, th this generates, uh, I guess, the responsive leads or some kind of warm leads or somebody who, with some interest, saves a lot of time. Yeah, I mean, as far as ROI, it's our second best ROI on, on our marketing that we have, second to text messages. No, this is really cool. Um, I'm just curious uh, how many other CG guys are using it and what's the, what's been their feedback? Um, I've got I've got some actually some big players in CG that are using it. Um, Phil Green, Brett Snodgrass are two of the bigger. Yeah, I know, but of course, yeah, and, and yeah. it's more, it's working pretty well for them. They've had it for months, and they're picking up deals. Yeah, that's great to hear. This is this is extremely um, at least you know from hearing it from a sideline extremely capable tool for the for the right person who does volume and they have a combined brokerage and um, obviously fix and flip business so they can come out as a as a as a you know buyer's broker uh, start the conversation that way so yeah more, that's exactly right it's it's kind of a conversation starter with every active listing agent in the market um, and we built an SMS in it as well to where you can just text, you can mass text all the agents in the uh, in the market as well, just asking them if they have any any upcoming listings that are mo have motivated sellers or something along those lines. Um, let's continue the conversation. This this has been great. This is um, we, I didn't intend to go this way, but th this this conversation kind of went into your unique. Um, uh, I would say a, a, a great unique um, proposition. I don't know too many people we just come across and we chat and suddenly they have a great piece of software. So how would, you know, while on the subject, how would people find it? Obviously, uh, you said it's available on... Um, uh, ZoomOffersNow.com. ZoomOffersNow.com. What's the name of the software? Uh, ZoomOffers. Oh, that's, that's, the, that's the name of the software, Zoom? That's the name of the software. It's web-based. It's not phone-based. Um, but it's it's super simple to use. It's really, it's user friendly. Um, like I said, I had it for about a year just using it on my own business, and we got all the bugs out of it, and it's it's working well. We've got a guy down in Birmingham that bought like nine homes one month off of it. I mean, that's not those aren't typical results, but that guy's doing really well down there. Yeah, we got we know two guys in Birmingham. <laughs> Is it Merv by any chance? It's not Merv. Okay. I know Merv well. Okay, so it's uh. But it sounds amazing. Anyway, zoomoffersnow.com, right? Yep. Uh, that's a great. Well, let's shift a little bit about um, what's happening with real estate in general. Are, are you seeing that we are cranking? The economy is doing well. You're neck of the woods. Um, it sounds like your business is doing well. Um, any, just, you know, any comments on the real estate in general? Obviously, you're doing heavily residential. Are you dealing at all with, with commercial assets? Uh, just, just curious how, you know, what is your feeling? Where are we going? Nobody, you know, crystal ball. I said, mine broke a long time ago. Maybe you have one, but <laughs> you don't. what do you think? So, uh, 
I, you know, I get that question probably five times a week. Um, I th the market here is changing. It's not as easy as it was to sell homes. You can't just list anything at any price and it get showings and get contracts. Um, it's, it's niche to where certain price points, the affordable housing and affordable housing in Charleston is call it 250,000 and under is still really fast and it's competitive. And then it seems like once you get over 250, it's like the market almost stops. Um, and it's been like that for about six months here. That's We've seen, what was that? I was going to say that's an amazing observation. That is, uh, there's something to this wisdom because this is the message I've heard from a number of other folks who have come on the podcast and just general conversations that many markets, affordable range is still doing well. People need to live somewhere. and. Um, as um, uh, whatever economics change in individual situations, people can always scale down, can't scale up. <laughs> That's right? exactly right. So affordable range is where people are, they continue to, the demand is strong because affordability is still there. Uh, even if the economy slows down, that range is likely to stay. So 250 and under is pretty strong. Above that, it's, it's slowing down a lot, right? It's definitely, it's definitely slowing down. And then it seems like once it gets over about a million two fifty, that market is still good. Um, which I think those people aren't as affected by the, um, by the market or by the, they have higher incomes. Yeah. Interesting. The very rich are doing well. The, um, the kind of low middle class, I guess middle class is doing well. And then in between is fluffy. Sort of. So it sounds exactly. Like. Well, I'll, I'll give you an example. So we track our showings every week at our team meeting. So we go through all the listings, then we we say how many times each house showed, and we usually carry between thirty and forty listings at a time, active listings, and they range from one hundred and fifty to two million bucks. Well, the houses under two hundred fifty thousand, they're showing like twenty something times a week, but then as soon as you get over that two fifty mark, it's like twice maybe four times is a good week for, for that price range. This is amazing data. I mean, I, I don't know how it is in other markets exactly, but this is generally similar observation. The affordable, affordable um, stock uh, appears to be in still pretty decent demand as the economy continues to crank along. I mean, we're obviously dealing with um, election year, extreme politics with the impeachment trial being live right now. I don't know when this episode is going to come out, but uh, hopefully the trial is over by then. <laughs> but uh, we certainly uh, very polarized uh, political situation, but the economy seems to be cranking along. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think we've still got a, uh, I think we'll have a pretty flat year. I mean, I think houses will still sell. They just won't sell as fast. Um, I'll tell you when we're buying these flips, we are anything that's going to have an ARV of over 250. We've been hacking twenty five or $20,000 off of the ARV, even if there are sold comps, because we're seeing things sit longer and sell for less. So that's your lessons learned. As you enter into these projects, you're cutting your ARV conservatively to by 20000 if it's over 250 which is almost 10%. You know, it's not 10 but 8% shave. Yeah. So you got to buy them really right and have real capability to run... Uh, uh, rehab to be able or to make up. Yeah, or just we've been trying to wholesale as much as we possibly can because the risk is so much less. Um, 
but I mean, we, and we try to take on less, less of the bigger projects, the, the 40,000 plus in rehab. So the, the ones we can move quicker. It's just, I feel like we've had to watch, you almost have to watch the market in 60 day increments now to where you can't use comps that are seven, eight months old. We're using comps that are 30 to 60 days old and, and really trying to stick to those numbers. Um, because we, we've been, we got burned last year on two deals because we used old comps. Yeah. You, you got a great pulse on the market. I mean, it sounds to me, everything you're doing is you're pushing wholesaling, uh, you're moving the risk, especially in big rehabs. And a lot of smart guys are doing this because big, big rehabs seem to, uh, present phenomenal, uh, sort of humongous amount of risk and the upside on them, uh, is not justifying the risk. It's, 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 all the smart guys are trying to move the, the, the hairy projects away because you open the walls and you got mold and you got plumbing problems. You got electric you didn't expect. Before yeah. you know, you got some foundation problem. Some inspector comes in from the city and butchers you up and so on. Uh, yeah, 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 I totally hear you. Um, the other quick question, what are you seeing in the labor market for contractors? Uh, are you seeing, you know, do you have quality uh, uh, crews today are they you know, you're sticking with the same folks because uh, it's been a shortage of, of good labor nowadays yeah I would say we have a uh, about a six-month lifespan with contractors it seems like before we either make them mad or they make us mad and that we part ways um, that's been the that's been the number one challenge I feel like in our business is the the labor our vendors on the, the construction side have been hard to find the right people that can keep long-term because if you don't really set good expectations, the prices creep up, the more comfortable and the more volume they seem to get with you. Um, and then it's just always, it's, you get to a project where they try to either stick it to you or you try to push them too hard to where they start to resent you and it's hurt us. Yeah, that's, that's another, Brilliant observation. I have to say that um, same from I heard the same message from many, many smart guys. You just cannot be um, secure with your contractors every time unless you have your own company and you're running that that company. Uh, you have to run it sharp because it, it, it's always tag of war. If you want the golden triangle, if you want it cheap, good and on time, it, it's impossible. You can't have all three so if you good people. Um, and at a good price, they take forever. And if you want it to be done fast and, and good people, the price has to be high. And it's, 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 it's a tough cookie, especially good guys. They do good work. Uh, they increase the price on the next project. It seems, it, seems, it seems like you almost can't project them to be at a stable price if they're good because they're just going to elevate the price. There's not much you can do unless they work for you on a, on a, you know, on a salary. Yeah, which I don't want a bunch of employees on the construction side if I don't have to. Yeah, that that issue has been, um, you know, that's 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 been a lot of um, uncertainty at, the, at minimum, you know, to say the least. So, uh, but I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, I think work is so plentiful right now that they can pick and choose what they what projects they want. They can throw numbers out there that are pie in the sky type numbers, and they're getting some of those projects. I think as the market slows down and there's less work for them, you'll start to see those costs come back. Well, th there needs to be some softness in, in, um, 
in demand for their work. Otherwise, uh, you know, it's the basic economics. They're going to continue yeah. to keep raising the prices and the uh, it, it'll stabilize because at some point it won't make any sense for people to come in and, and do these VIA projects. Uh, so, um, but today it's still still happening on every level, including the commercial deals. Uh, people are paying, you know, top price. One interesting thing is is the interest rates. It's one one of the big big variables is uh, where we're going with the interest rates. And um, uh, I just came from um, a mastermind. Uh, David Phelps had a mastermind. Freedom Founders Trusted Advisor Mastermind. We had a an interesting speaker who um, gave us a couple of interesting reports uh, on economics. And uh, it's the same theory that, that I had, that the long-term interest rates in the long run have nowhere to go but down. I mean, we may not hit to the absolute zero, uh, but um, there's just no way for the U.S. economy in general to afford higher uh, interest rates. And uh, in the very short run, the, the rates continue to fluctuate, but in the long run, they continue to kind of calm down and make makes the the housing more affordable. It, it, that's this continues to support all these uh, the balance sheets. What's most amazing is most of the corporations in the U.S. today have over leveraged balance sheets. They've been borrowing money and paying um, not sorry, increasing the debt, the cheap debt, and buying their own stock. They've been essentially uh, engineering uh, good earnings. Uh, to support their prices, it's been a lot of financial engineering rather than real growth. Yeah. And um, this is just fresh from the mastermind. I'm just 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 sharing as part of the conversation. I know it's not as relevant on um, uh, on uh, you know in, in just Charleston, South Carolina. But what what, what is relevant that interest rates will continue to to drop, making more affordable sector even more um, even more affordable. And the demand will continue to be uh, to be good as long as uh, people have jobs. So, yeah, I think one thing that helps Charleston is people can people can work more as technology is improving. People are more there are more people that are able to work remotely. Um, so we've got a ton of people with high paying high paying jobs that just live in Charleston just to live in Charleston, but work, can work there. Home, ba their home base is Charleston, but they, they do most of their home, most of their work in a home office. That's another interesting trend. We, we, we could talk just a couple of minutes and then we've got to wrap up almost out of time. Is the fact that um, suburbs, because of the uh, no need to compute, to, to, com to commute, uh, not, not just suburbs, you could have a job, I don't know, a thousand miles away and live anywhere you like where the lifestyle is good. If you can, yeah. if you can be a virtual uh, employee. That's the, are you seeing that that a lot a lot of your buyers just coming in and saying hey listen I'm 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 working in Atlanta Georgia but I, I don't want to commute deal with traffic and I um, mean just using it as an example yeah uh, we see it so much and it's because we've got the history the food the beaches right here it's just Charleston's a desirable place to be where we live in Mount Pleasant which is right over the bridge from downtown Charleston five minutes. Um, the average price point, is, the average home is about, is in the mid sixes. So call it 650. And I've always wondered where does all this money come from? How, how are there this many people that can afford these homes? And the more people I've met and the more friends that I've made, I've started to realize none of these people work here. They all, they work, they all work virtual. Um, and it's, it's really prevalent here. 
Yeah, that's that's a phenomenal. I mean, the final point that the we are moving towards a um, virtual commuting economy through. We're using Zoom to record this call. We could have uh, you could have a meeting with somebody, uh, a video call essentially uh, with a group of people without traveling, and then that's a big deal. That saves uh, a lot of cost, the travel, the traffic, the aggravation. And if they can make the incomes of a bigger city and live in a smaller city with a better lifestyle, but that seems to be a very interesting trend. So, yeah. Uh, I think we're out of time. This has been great. Love your software. Again, let, let's repeat this for the audience. So folks, uh, they hear, they want to reach out. What's the best way to reach out to you? Um, again, the website for your software and any way to reach out if they have any questions. Yep. So go to zoomoffersnow.com. Uh, Again, zoomoffersnow.com and put in your information and it will will send you an email with a quick demo video. It's about a four to five minute video of exactly how the app works. It's got some FAQs in there um, that, that answer almost all the, pretty much everybody that calls in has the same question. So that answers most of your questions. Um, and then if you want to email me personally, you can email me at Caleb, C-A-L-E-B. C P T E A M at Gmail. So it's Caleb C P team at gmail.com. Got it. That's great. Caleb, I greatly appreciate your wisdom, your sharing. I think it's a great episode. I hope it comes out as soon as possible. We have a few in the pipe, so just be patient. It'll, it'll come out. Um, thank you for having big... me on. Say it again. I said, thank you for having me on. Well, I appreciate that. And if you have your own podcast, I'd be happy to come and, and share my wisdom with you too. So as one of my next projects. Thank you, Caleb. Have a great day. All right. Thanks, Mike. See you at the next CG. Yes, sir. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Big Mike Fun Podcast. To receive your copy of Mike's How to Choose a Smart Real Estate Fun Book, head to BigMikeFun.com or visit Amazon and type Mike's Slotnik. Keep listening and keep investing Big Mike style. See you on the next episode.